Hey, hey, everybody, this is Sharon from Visionary Life Coaching. Welcome back to my podcast. I started this podcast to really talk about uh, things centered around self-care as it pertains to one's mental health. And I am hoping that whatever it is that I'm sharing, uh, anyone who's listening to this can get can find some type of benefit from what I'm, I'm sharing. Uh, As I stated in my first episode, I am in the mental health profession, so I am talking from a space of experience and what you hear is basically what things I've gone through and I'm sure someone else is out there who might be experiencing the same thing. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about happiness. And what exactly does that mean? And how can we, how can we get it? And how can we maintain it? Um, So I'm sure you may have heard if not, but it's, it's, it's a belief that we are responsible for our happiness. Yes, to some degree it is. But I look at happiness as something that is inherited from our past. So uh, your parents, your caregivers, if they didn't show you how to be happy and how to maintain happiness, how to find your happiness, you don't have a blueprint. So in a sense, if you don't know how to be happy, if you don't have that blueprint, how do you how do you stay happy? How do you find happy? How do you be happy? Also, happiness can also come from being around other people it can uh someone who really when you're happy when someone cares about you your happiness level goes up so think of it as a meter from 0 to 10 right so you are let's say you've started in a new relationship and that person supports you 100% so let's say your meter was eh, let's say a 4 when it came to your happiness uh scale and you had a sit down and you're talking with this person, you're letting them know um, of your dreams, your aspiration, your goals, whatever lang- whatever word you want to use to describe what you what it is that you want to accomplish in life. And this person listens to you. They share with you ideas of how you can possibly go about achieving your goals. And from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, that is the one thing that's constant in your life, that support that's coming from that person. So knowing that you have that person in your corner, 100%. So now your meter moves from a four and it slowly starts to go up, 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 and it gets to 10. And you're able to maintain that 10 with the support and the love from your partner. And it doesn't necessarily have to come from a love interest. It can come from friends. It can come from your family. So having that married with your happiness i mean my gosh you're 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 be unstoppable so yes so one to one degree you are responsible for your happiness but that can only apply to the blueprint that you were given 
it's the same thing with self-care. So your happiness is part of your self-care. And also keep in mind that the opposite of happy is sad. So we're not always going to be happy, 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 go lucky all the time. There are going to be things that will interfere in our lives and cause us to be somewhat melancholy, sad, whatever language, whatever vocabulary word you want to use to um, address the, uh, the other side of happiness so be it but always keep that in mind you are not always going to be 100 percent, you know la 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 uh, happy-go-lucky person there are going to be moments when things happen and it'll cause you to just um be sad and that's just part of life we're not always going to be happy happy all the time and i want to go back to maintaining your happiness again a lot of what entails when it comes to our self-care is a blueprint it's a blueprint that was given to us from from when we from when we were little so if you weren't given a good blueprint of what self-care looks like then as you move down the line in your age age line you're not gonna you're not exactly you don't know exactly how to do certain things or how self-care should look for you So then you have to seek ways of um, finding it. You know what makes you happy. (laughs) You know the things that make you happy. You know the people that make you happy. You know the spaces that make you happy, meaning the environment. And if you don't subtract yourself from the people, the environment, the things that pull you into being unhappy, then you will perpetually be unhappy in a sense. Our bodies has a memory. Our bodies have a memory. And it's just like muscle memory, as I tell my clients, uh, because I'm a personal trainer, your muscles remember what you were doing before. You just have to wake it up. And that's basically what that muscle, that memory is. So the more times you expose yourself to those situations where you're not happy around the environment with the people and the things that you're doing, your body's going to remember that. And you're going to have to work extra hard to undo that, right? So the moment you get into a situation, you're like, oh, no, this does not work for me. This is my happy scale is not at 10 right now. It's like at a three or two. It's time for you to say, I I can't do this to myself. That's part of your self-care, recognizing the things that make you happy and the things that don't. And the things that don't, you leave it alone. If it's a situation where you can work at it and try, and, and try to um, uh, facilitate change to make it better, then so be it. But at the end of everything, you have to always keep you in mind. You have to keep you in mind. There was a book that I read many, 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 many years ago. Um, it was called Looking Out for Number One. You know, the title, it, it says it all. And it's not a uh, it's not a selfish thing. You have to look out for number one. Because when you look out for yourself and you give yourself all the things that you want and desire, you're also setting the stage for anyone else who comes into your space. And you're also saying like, look, these are my standards. This is where I'm at. And this is what I, this is, I'm not going to go below this. So if you can't fit in to what my requirements are, then there is, there's no need for discussion. There's no need for us to continue. 
So you have to be able to subtract yourself from those situations and always look out for where your happy scale is is at when that needle moves. Look at it when you fill your tank up. So try to use that as a visual. You know, you want your happiness to always be on full. You don't want it to be uh, half. You don't want it to be empty. You always want it to be on full. If you are losing your happy or your happy scale from to a full scale, you got to find things to um, to fill up that tank again. You got to find things that make you happy and fill that tank up. Yes. So I hope the things that I'm sharing here uh, on today's episode can be helpful to someone. It should, if anything, it should just be food for thought. Just think about it and, and, and examine uh, situations and things in your life and see how how they benefit you. And also, how do you benefit someone? You don't want to lend to someone's unhappiness as well. So it works both ways. Okay. It's a symbiotic relationship when it comes to happiness, when it comes to love, your self-care, all those things. Again, I thank you for tuning in. And I hope that the things that I am sharing on my podcast can be of help to anyone or someone who listens to this. As always, be well.